the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So we've talked about evil and what we have to do to check evil, and you have the final day today to be heard uh, by your federal government on what it plans and wants to do to expand Title IX. Now, it's an interesting way to frame uh, what the Biden administration wants to do with Title IX for them to say they want to expand it because given the way they want to expand it, it will essentially eliminate it. Title IX, celebrating its 50th year this year, was a federal law put into place to give women equal opportunities in education. And much of that is concentrated in the areas of extracurriculars and sports. The Biden administration would like to extend it says, the anti-discrimination benefits of Title IX uh, according to gender identity. Now you say, wait a minute. If Title IX was a law that forced colleges, high schools, and other schools to institute equal opportunities for women, thus birthing the growth of women's sports, um, wouldn't allowing men who claim to be women to play women's sports uh, dramatically impact the success of actual women in sports? And the answer to that is yes, of course. And we have evidence of that with Leah Thomas, the uh, artist formerly known as Will Thomas, who remains a man and yet swims in the women's division and went from above 400th in the world in the freestyle to winning the NCAA Women's Championship in the freestyle. That is an abomination. And if Will Thomas, who calls himself Leah Thomas, is allowed to swim in the Olympics, that will be a further abomination. The Biden administration will not stop there, though. They will allow protection for gender to extend to the use of locker room facilities. So men pretending to be women, mentally deluded into thinking they are women, they are women, would be mandated by federal law to be able to use girls' locker rooms, dress in the same locker room, shower in the same shower as your girls in junior high school, in high school, in college. After college, the entire determination on which locker room or private facilities a person used would be left entirely to that person. 
And however they feel or whoever they contend they are on that particular day. So today is the final day that you can submit a public comment to the Biden administration about these proposed changes in Title IX, which I would add will reinstate policies that the Obama administration, of course they would because it's the same exact people other than who's in the Oval Office, It would reinstitute policies that were a direct violation of due process to men accused of sexual assault on college campuses. Under the Obama administration, uh, when a woman filed a sexual assault complaint on a college campus, you might have thought that uh, that male student would be entitled to present their case at a university disciplinary hearing. They would be able to confront their accuser at a university disciplinary hearing. You might have assumed that somebody would present the case against the accused man, and then another person would decide whether or not the accused man needed to be suspended from school, barred from school, referred for criminal prosecution. You would be wrong, because you were operating under the assumption that due process would apply to that man. But no, under the Obama administration, which these policies were canceled by Betsy DeVos, Education Secretary under Donald Trump, and by the Trump administration, but now the Biden administration wants to reinstitute them, uh, accused men will no longer have the ability to cross-examine their accusers. They will not be allowed to attend the hearing where the complaint against them will be aired, Uh, And they will go back to the days of what they call a single investigator model, where the same individual will consider the complaint, investigate the complaint, develop the case file, interview the witnesses, proceed with the disciplinary proceeding, and then decide whether there should be any penalties. The same person gets to decide all that. No other outside voices. No due process. We have a government in place right now that wants to use a bastardized federal law to eliminate the constitutional protection of equal protection under the law. This is vile. This is disgusting. This is evil to put men in women's locker rooms, to put men in women's sports, and to essentially convict men of anything an accuser says against them. Any man, I want to be clear, any man who commits actual sexual assault should be tried and held accountable to the stiffest provision of the law. I have three daughters, okay? I'm not here to defend men who impose their will physically on women. But we have existed for, I don't know, what, up to Obama, 200 and some years, with due process as a cornerstone of the American judicial system. In all areas, no more. No more. This is the America that you're voting for if you vote for any Democrat. Anyone! If you vote for Nan Whaley for governor, if you vote for Tim Ryan. If you're mad because... 
You don't like Mike DeWine. You wanted Joe Blystone to win. You wanted Jim Renacci to win. You don't like J.D. Vance. You were a Josh Mandel guy, or you were a Jane Timken supporter. And so you're going to vote for Tim Ryan because I kind of like his TV commercials. What I would say to you is, please, please, develop an understanding of these issues that is more than a mile wide and an eighth of an inch deep. And understand who and what you are voting for if you decide to back these people who are lying to your face about their positions. We used to think that when a person lied to us, they were untrustworthy. They were dishonest. They were unworthy. Now we vote them in time after time after time after time after time. Because they craft a clever TV commercial or they post a picture of themselves with their children and they were always wearing a Buckeye cap, of course. So please, go to Google. Just Google. Leave comment on Biden administration expansion of Title IX. You'll find the right website and leave a comment. The number of comments have set a record, have set a record with people objecting to this. The ruination of women's sports the imperiling of girls in locker rooms. Does it matter? Does it matter? Here's U.S. Department of Education Office for Civil Rights Assistant Secretary Catherine Lamon. The promise of Title IX remains as vital today as it has been over its five decades, and the department is committed to its full and fair enforcement. Does that mean that if the people leave enough comments, you're going to suspend this stupid expansion? Uh, She says, well, uh, there are many people who are demanding that we do this. Yeah, they're all part of the LGBTQIA ampersand divided by sign movement. But you have to get on the record with this because if you just stay silent, it's the same as never taking a stand. Well, they might investigate me. Yeah, they might. They might. They might. You know what? I'd much rather be on their list than be one of their unwitting supporters. Because if you don't say anything now, then you have no right to say anything ever. want to play for you a bit of the CBS... Sunday morning news yesterday, Catherine Harridge, former Fox reporter, uh, did a bit of research into the uh, Muslim extremists, including uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, who are still in the Guantanamo Bay prison and where their trial stands. We're 21 years out from the masterminding and execution of a terrorist plot to bring down the World Trade Centers, fly planes into the Pentagon and other buildings. 3,000 Americans lost their lives. I watched a documentary yesterday about the New York City Fire Department. They had a documentary crew embedded with them on that day. Complete stroke of coincidence that they were with them on that day. Uh, It was uh, amazing to watch. I could sit and watch 9-11 shows all day, any day. Not just on 9-11. I've never forgotten details of that day. I was sharing them with my daughters today. Of course, we're not born then. And so as I watched this Catherine Herridge piece, 
uh, I was stunned, absolutely stunned, that uh, the Biden administration is now talking about uh, taking the death penalty off the table for these five terrorists. Uh, Here is a portion of the Catherine Herridge report on the CBS Sunday Morning News. Five defendants, all held at the military prison in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, were formally charged in 2008 with helping to plan the attack. But their cases have stalled over access to CIA evidence and recently over COVID delays. Senior investigative correspondent Catherine Harris joins us now from the Pentagon with new developments on this. Uh, Catherine, good morning. The memory of 9-11 is strong, but the search for justice remains in terms of putting people... uh, on trial and getting those charges to stick. Where are we on that front? Good morning, Tony. CBS News has confirmed that military prosecutors and defense attorneys are negotiating potential plea deals that could take the death penalty off the table for the five defendants accused in the 9-11 attacks. He was living his dream. Pilot Charles Burlingame was more than a war hero to his family, who affectionately called him Chick. Yeah, here he is. Before the anniversary, his sister, Deborah Burlingame, shared his story at New York's 9-11 memorial. He was really our touchstone. And it was, he still is. On 9-11, al-Qaeda terrorists took over Burlingame's American Airlines Flight 77, slamming it into the Pentagon. We didn't have remains for weeks. We were constantly saying to each other, what would Chick want? What would Chick do? But her grief has turned to anger. I was outraged. After learning a potential plea deal is under discussion for the five 9-11 defendants held at this military base in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, including Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, the self-described architect of 9-11. You're in touch with other 9-11 families. Do they feel the same way? The families are outraged and they don't want closure. They want justice. But another group, September 11th, Families for Peaceful Tomorrows, believes a plea deal could deliver some measure of judicial finality. All five defendants and the government are all engaged in good faith negotiations with the idea of bringing this trial, which has become a forever trial, to an end. Lawyer James Cannell's team represents 9-11 defendant Amar Al-Baluchi. He's willing to plead guilty to a substantial sentence at Guantanamo in exchange for a guarantee of medical care, and dropping the death penalty. Before their transfer to Guantanamo Bay in 2006, the five 9-11 defendants were held by the CIA and interrogated. Critics call the extreme tactics torture. I will not have closure as long as there is any possibility for some future president to commute their sentences or trade them away. Charles Chick Burlingame was laid to rest at Arlington National Cemetery. I do believe that forgiveness is more powerful than love. But it's earned. They never will have that. If a plea deal goes ahead and the 9-11 defendants get lengthy sentences, there is a law in place that blocks their transfer to U.S. soil and federal custody. That means the Guantanamo prison could be open indefinitely. Okay, so let me hit on a couple things there. Uh, I do not believe the Guantanamo prison will remain open indefinitely. I I believe if these guys are in that prison, The Obama administration already moved a lot of dirt to try to get that place closed. I believe we will have, maybe in this administration, an effort to trade these guys for someone who is kidnapped. As long as they are alive, as long as they are alive, they will be an incentive for more terrorism against American citizens around the world. What about their due process? I just talked about due process. 
Okay, fair question. Big difference. They are not American citizens. They are not American citizens. They are not entitled to the protection of American law. They are terrorists. They are murderers. They are people who masterminded the incineration of 3,000 people, not a single one of whom they ever laid eyes on prior to 9-11. Not a single one who had ever done anything to them or their family. They are inhumane monsters. And they should have been put to death a long time ago. A long time ago. It is ridiculous that we extend the protection of American law to people who had nothing but utter contempt for everything about America. It does not make us less than anything. If we treat them with the same ultimate fate that they treated ordinary moms, dads, brothers, sisters to on 9-11. I see no conflict between my view that these five men should be tried, found guilty, and executed. No conflict between that and my Christian faith. None. Zero. What they did was barbaric, and the only way to meet that kind of hatred and force is with severe, just punishment. Their punishment would be just. It would be deserved. They earned it. And to leave them alive and to leave them in a prison that clearly the Democrats want to close because they view it as some kind of political statement that reflects poorly on what they think America should be. First of all, they don't have any clue what America should be. They articulate their position, their inadequacy, their lack of qualification for determining what America should be. They articulate that virtually every time they speak. And if you don't believe me, just listen to Kamala Harris yesterday with Chuck Todd. I want to ask you about the border. Would you call the border secure? I think that there is no question that we have to do what the president and I asked Congress to do. Is the first request we made, pass a bill. Incompetent. Utter incompetent. Pass a bill. The material is laying at the border to build the wall. We give more money to Ukraine virtually on a monthly basis that it would take to finish the wall, to keep our country safe from whoever, Al-Qaeda, the Taliban, ISIS-K, or anybody wants to send in here to do again to us what they did 21 years ago. Execute all five. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.